Welcome back to Trending in Education. Brandon Jones, Michael Palmer, and myself, Dan Strafford. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about a topic we're calling hearables. You may have seen some news of late about advances in hearing technology. We'll talk about the implications for learning. Uh, Mike, want to check in with you. It is Teacher Appreciation Day as we release this episode. It is. And uh, I appreciate our teachers. I believe the teachers are our future. <laughs> if they teach us well, we'll let them lead the way. Uh, all the beauty, they, they can unlock all the beauty we possess inside, right? <laughs> I, I think I've heard that before. I, oh, really? Maybe like the remix. Maybe uh, I have some crypt, is a, is a, are my spells coming? Some crypt, cryptomnesia kicking is, in? Yeah, maybe may that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, joking aside, we, we do love teachers. We've we talked do. about that. Um, teachers are, have been a big part of all of our lives um, and, uh, you know, are part of the, the business that we're in as well. And, um you know, it, since children are our future, I've heard, I've heard that tune too. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, teachers obviously are an important part of the, the lives of children really in everywhere. So yeah. here in the United States and, and all around the world. Um, so big, big thank you from me and, uh, and from the show. Um, we, we do appreciate you. Yeah, and we've talked about it, you know, liking, uh, likening this to uh, thanking folks in the armed services for their service. Like it is nice to be able to, set a little bit of time aside to thank the people you know who are sort of dedicating their lives to teaching. Uh, so it's nice that, you know, that there is a day for it. And uh, we did a bunch of shows last year, Dan, and I think you were going to reshare and re-air some of those from, uh, we did a whole week featuring, we still love teachers. We're just not spending a, a full week the same way we did last year. Yeah. So I, I think join us and thank a teacher today. Yes. Uh, they, they're, uh, they're, they're important and uh, are appreciated. Yep. Do it on social media. Do it in uh, your child's classroom, in your own classroom. If you're still a student, uh, make sure to say thank you. And it uh, doesn't have to be just today. It can be all week, all month, all year, but uh, make sure to get to it today. Uh, Mike, this topic, hearables, uh, something that uh, you brought uh, the, the articles to our attention. Uh, this goes in line with the wearables we talked about a lot last year, the idea of tracking steps and then how that might uh, affect learning outcomes. Uh, what do you make of hearables? And maybe if you could describe a little bit of exactly the technology we're talking about today. Sure. So a hearable is a wearable, uh, a wearable that you use uh, primarily in your ears to hear. So, uh, you know, wearable technology got a lot of hype, I guess, initially around Google Glass. Uh, so the idea that I could have augment augmented reality through uh, glassware, you know, something between my eyes and the rest of the world. Uh, and then I think quickly evolved into wearable technology like Fitbits and uh, other sorts of sensors that help you uh, monitor your physical behavior, your activity, a lot of these other things. And um, recently uh, there's been uh, an increased attention to the form factor of like a, an AirPod uh, that Apple has has moved towards uh, the idea of like a wireless insert into your ear uh, as the new form factor for wearable technology, uh, which uh, I think is a pretty interesting one for us to understand better. So like we've talked about the importance of or the the growing importance of audio as a format for learning. Uh, and then when you think about uh, hearables and the idea that we could be walking around with access to audio content um, really through a relatively lightweight form factor that has no wires and it's just inserted into your ears um, is, uh, is this topic. And um, there's 
also emerging technology out of uh, out of the MIT uh, Media Labs and, and some other places where, uh, you know, in a similar part of your um, your body, uh, we there are sensors that can pick up on what you were intending to say without even having to say it. Uh, you could envision a world where, you know, the cyborg uh, cyborgification of humans uh, comes in through your learn holes, through your ears. Uh, and I thought it was an interesting topic for us to, to explore. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. The, um, and this, this one article, which I assume we'll, we'll share around, which was most recently updated in uh, April, has been, this blog has been around since at least 2016. Mm -hmm. um, saw posts from then. And it's really comprehensive and really interesting. Mm -hmm. So um, mm -hmm. I, I encourage listeners to go give, that a, give it a, a read. Um, one of the things that was interesting for me is, is they define three categories of hearing aids. Mm -hmm. And a lot of this is for people with hearing loss. Right. Um, and, you know, the, the part of the category of hearables is, is there. We've talked about, you know, having, um, you know, sort of universal design, how a lot of times something that is initially designed for people with disabilities actually ends up being helpful for everybody. It's yep. think of the, the ramp to, uh, into a store, sure. you know, uh, pushing a stroller up that is a lot easier than taking the stairs. Definitely. You know? So, yeah. um, so one is one category is hearing aids. Another is, and I, I like to talk about this in a, in a bit is personal sound amplifiers. Yep. Um, and then third is uh, just headphones or, or earbuds. Um, and, and thinking about how the convergence of those, uh, those three sort of discrete today categories and the implication on learning and the implication on, the cyborg cyborgification yeah. of uh, of our human experience, I think, is is really interesting. And there's a lot in this article. I think we can we can get into. Yeah, and it ties also to screenlessness, which right. uh, which didn't win but did fine in our March Madness. That's right. Uh, and we've talked a lot about the movement away from screens. So, like, it it is interesting to think about how uh, listening to content is less consuming than screen based content, and how you can be surrounded and immersed in audio in ways that you're less likely to be willing to do with your eyes. Like they're like when you're on the go, when you're doing chores around the house, when you're cooking, those are all contexts in, in which you're, you can be taking content in through your ears. And uh, once the wearable tech starts, uh, the, you know, the wearable ear tech um, becomes uh, contextual. I think that's when it gets really interesting. So that what I hear is based on, whatever context I'm in. So like we've talked about augmented reality, um, you know, when I'm in a particularly like geo-fenced area, I can have access to the history of the area. Um, I've also been thinking about like, what if uh, I could have a very low um, scoring, not low scoring too, but I could have like a soundtrack to my life where based on my context, I hear different music in the background. Um, I think it's an interesting area that uh, that has a ton of learning context too. So, like you, you got to imagine if you're out at a museum or if you're right. taking, a, you know, we talk about learning outside of the classroom. Um, if you have wearable uh, technology that's providing audio content to you, um, that could also be personalized in interesting ways, depending on what you're interacting with in the world around you, where you wander or wayfind to. Uh, you get different audio tracks, uh, I, it, it just definitely gets my, my, wheels, uh, my wheels turning. There was a, a further article here uh, from the 
Stanford University, the neuroscientist and chief scientist at Adobe Laboratories. His name is Poppy Crum. Uh, we take this uh, quote directly because I just found it amazing. Uh, the quote is, the ear is like a biological equivalent of a USB port. So the idea here uh, that you can plug and play with a, a wearable with, with and get the, the same sort of uh, reading of the, the firing neurons and the different thoughts that are happening from the ear as a USB port. Uh, we've talked about the, the concept of, of learn holes, of the, the hearing being there. It seems like uh, Stanford's on the same path, Mike, of trying to tap in somehow uh, to this other way of understanding how the brain works and how we might get that data uh, onto a smartphone, onto a spreadsheet, and maybe personalize learning a little bit further. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's interesting stuff. And I, I think, um, I forget who was comment. This might've been your comment, uh, Dan, too. It is interesting when you, uh, you sort of explore how this kind of technology is understanding simple commands without voicing them, that'll capture thoughts that can be articulated as voice commands but it's not really going to get at thoughts that don't turn into language. Right. And, and I thought that was an interesting uh, perspective as well. Like it, it makes sense, you know, like you're not like if you're thinking in sort of really interesting visual contexts, for example, that that's not necessarily going to translate into what you would communicate to hearable tech. Um, but, but the idea that more uh, from, from the perspective you were putting out there, Brandon, like, uh, quadriplegics, for example, who want to send simple commands, maybe, maybe they can't even speak, they can send uh, voice commands, the equivalent of voice commands just through uh, what they want to articulate. You could also see how that could then turn into voice for people who can't speak. Um, that technology is really interesting. And then when you then translate that into somebody who's able-bodied, uh, leveraging that same uh, capacity to, uh, you know, activate uh, controls. It's also the zero UI movement. You know, you don't have to pull out a screen and have an interface. You don't have to use your voice. You can just think about something and, uh, and introduce that command. The idea that that could all be very close to where uh, cochlear implants are already happening for the hearing impaired, um, I thought was an interesting just this, we haven't done a nice futurist show in a while. Uh, and yeah. I thought this stuff is nice because uh, it seems like it's like reasonable future casting, right? Like it, it makes sense to think that, that this would be like a innovation vector coming in through your ear. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's right. I think that on the, the sort of futurist uh, thinking, I think one of the better sort of uh, excessively near-term futuristic movies I've seen the last five years was the movie Her, mm -hmm. which is all about having, you know, a, 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 a hearable, a, a, a wearable in your ear um, with, you know, a, a personal assistant uh, sort of on uh, fa fast innovation. Like yeah. it's it's t taking over his life in, in a way, uh, spoiler alert, uh, right, watch right, it. Right. Um, but the idea that, you know, that, that, future does feel pretty accessible. Like it's pretty close. And mm -hmm. when you think about in, in this article, some of the things that, you know, these devices either can do right now or are doing soon. Um, you know, I mentioned the, uh, the personal sound amplification, um, selecting certain sounds to mm -hmm. amplify. So, mm -hmm. you know, example given is that you're at a lecture and you want the lecture to be louder, mm -hmm. but you don't want the ambient noise around you to be louder. Right. right, right. So, 
uh, being able to to pull out certain sounds and amplify those, I think is is really interesting. Yeah. Um, the idea that you could do natural language processing and translation such that your you know in ear wearable could translate any language yep. in in theory like that's actually not that that far away right a babblefish the, yeah. the equivalent of a babblefish right um which I, I think is but directly in your ear so it feels like you you can still have that screen free yeah uh face-to-face communication with someone who doesn't speak your language mm-hmm. um I, you know, I think that um bringing people together is like one of the great ways to solve societal challenges uh, writ large and i think this the the language barrier obviously is a big one if this could be if if hearables could be a way over that i think that's that's really cool mm-hmm. um so there's there's a lot of again like now possible capabilities and soon possible capabilities that I think makes this really exciting. It feels, it feels like Cyrano de Bergerac's about to happen too, right? We're all going to have access to the full body of literature and uh, artificial intelligence, uh, augmented humanity, so that we could actually have uh, really interesting things to say uh, regularly fed into uh, these types of implants. That's right. Uh, you know, it's going to start vying for our attention versus our own thoughts, uh, which is another, uh, you know, how do you do that in a subtle way? Uh, and then I do wonder how much of this starts to resemble uh, like mild mental illness. Too, well, that's, like, yeah, exactly right. I, I used to play in New York, uh, you know, somebody with uh, uh, issues or somebody on a cell phone when you couldn't see if they were on the cell phone, they were just yeah. sort of screaming to something. Now, if everyone has these, these hearables in, knowing the difference of are you talking to me or are you talking to someone else or are you listening to the narration of the museum you're in uh, right. i think is an intriguing move brandon to your point uh my oldest daughter uh, has been diagnosed with uh progressive hearing loss in her right ear and so she's uh been diagnosed and has a, a bone issue the, the tiny bones on the middle ear and she just got fitted for a hearing aid so we you know the emotions aside of explaining to her that's just like wearing glasses, getting a hearing aid, it's helping you hear, it's going to help you uh, do better in school and, and, and the like. The hearing aid she's been fitted with is exactly what you're discussing of it tunes to the decibel level of the human voice. Now, that, that obviously varies widely depending on who's speaking, if you bass boost your voice or not when doing a podcast, things like that. But um, the, the, it's insane to me that this is just the technology now, that this is a hearing aid, that that is already here where it's not, this isn't for, uh, you know, someone going, uh, you know, into the military or anything like this. This is for my daughter who's going to be sitting here in a classroom and able to wear something that can tune in to her teacher directly in the front of the room to help her hear better. It's, it's, it's the here and now, pretty, pretty insane to see. And we haven't gotten it yet, but she's now excited about it. She's excited yeah. about the possibilities. I think that's great. Uh, I, and I think that's, you know, circumstances of needing that aside. Like, I think that it's, I think it's great. I also think there's, you know, there's a stigma for whatever reason it's associated. You know, you bring up the glasses versus hearing aid, like visual aids, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so many people wear them. Is it half the population? Is it, is it more? It's, I mean, it's a lot. Right. And there isn't any stigma associated with that really. I mean, there's, there's like, uh, I guess there's not no, but it's, it's so prevalent. Yeah. And that's different for a hearing aid. And really, in fact, like there are no, like a visual aid and a hearing aid, this is both to help improve your, you know, your senses. Um, And I I think also that both as the technologies improves and as more people are walking around with something with things in their ears, 
Um, I, I think that stigma is gonna gonna go away, and I think that's I think that's great. I right. mean, obviously, the population that has a diagnosable hearing loss is smaller than that has that has a visual loss, but but that's a real that's a real consideration. And mm-hmm. there's, you know, you think 50 years ago, like you um, you were at a loss for more than just hearing. Like you 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 lost some of the human communication, human interaction. Yeah. There's you know you felt that stigma. I imagine, um, but uh, I'm I think that's that's a great part of the the future around this is um, you know not just accessibility, but is um, sort of a, a leveling uh, and uh, removal of any sort of ostracization of, uh, of folks who, who have hearing loss. Yeah, exactly. And even if you think about the, the way uh, your glasses and your frames are part of your style and your visual brand, that's generally not the way hearing aids are understood, uh, but, but as they become more uh, uh, portable, and you could put them in, take them out, uh, even like the, the case for AirPods. Like there's a lot of really interesting innovation that have happened around wireless um, technology for headphones that makes things that never would have made it through market testing because they're too easy to lose. Now that like there's kind of like a nice little uh, pack that you can just comfortably place these attachments in and then be in control of, okay, it's time for me to break this out. It's a context where I need to hear better. I'm going to put them in. Not to mention the other uh, dimension, which is more, uh, you know, implants. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting uh, area of technology to, to look for, for increased blending uh, of hu- human and technology. But um, I do feel like we almost need the equivalent of on-air lights. Like, I want to know exactly like, when like, somebody has like, a little blinker like on their forehead or maybe at the base of their skull or something that is like taking other inputs right now. Uh, feel free to talk, but I may be distracted. Um, just cause like, I, I do think the social norms around attention are already really problematic. Just having, right. having anybody pay attention to you these days is increasingly difficult. And then the idea that they may be listening to like a hyper-personalized narration that will give them a competitive advantage you know, even if they're still listening to you, they're going to be more tracking that other track. Uh, and without any contextual clues, I think it's going to get awkward. Yeah, I think we need we need language for that. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, like I, I, I have had uh, I, I like to call them earbuds. because yeah. that that reminds me of, of the, the fantastic cinematic uh, tour de force. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I've had earbuds, uh, the, 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 the basketball playing dog. Yes um for for a while for for uh two years maybe okay. now so i was yeah. not the earliest of adopters but i was, I was pretty early yeah uh, i walked to work every day as i mentioned this podcast yeah. and and you know I, I listen for basically an hour a day right and i'm walking through the city with my my earbuds in yes um at all times and you know i i do like this i point at my ear thing yes. if someone's talking to me but i i wonder if there is a, a la- language that we could develop like, right are you right? You know, when because when both people like imagine this becomes more and more prevalent, and more and more people have yeah. them in at some something approaching all times. Like, right. are you are you waving? Like, like yeah. I don't know. We need to come up with some language. Yeah, there. I'll, I'll I'll workshop it. A I little like bit, it. But like, yeah. are you doing like if you can have some sort of shorthand that says, are you actually in this conversation right. or not? And right. if there's if you're not, then NBD. 
mm-hmm. right? But uh, I think having some way, so it's not just a bunch of people always pointing at their ears, right. but uh, things we can say to you, I think would be helpful. Not to mention, you know, you're at the opera and you happen to be listening to the basketball game. When, and like no one, that's, that's where I'd want to be able to turn my indicator off, right? <laughs> like I would just want to be able to quietly see how the Mets are doing as uh, Paul Yachi is a, but when he's in his final, like, you know, aria, I'll, I'll turn down the Mets game. But, like, it is, it is an interesting uh, way where you're going to kind of want – like, it's the whole Jomo thing, too. Like, if you can always take any sort of audio input into your mind, how much do you want to let yourself filter multiple inputs versus focus? It just be, just be present, you know? Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I think that – I mean, you said this. So I'm just I'm – just, uh, building on something you said, but our attention is already so um, there's so many demands on it that you know I think it's, it's easier to be have a fractured attention than to be really attentive. Yes. So that may just be like a um, visual cue that you are paying attention to something else. Yes. <laughs> but yes. Uh, like the the base state that we're comparing that to is already pretty, uh, pretty problematic. It's true. Yeah. And, and you have the signaling now of I'm looking at my phone. And I think increasingly that signal will become less obvious. I think people will be picking up on feeds that are less subtle than, oh, I'm going to pull my phone out. And, and, and like even now, like the, the real social faux pas is like pulling the phone out at the wrong time. You're right. like you're kind, right. It's a faux pas, but it's also a way to just be like, I'm ready to ignore you. <laughs> and uh, I'm choosing to value my screen time over my signaling my attention to you, that's going to start to become more uh, nuanced and multimodal. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot to learn about uh, hearables, right? For sure. Yeah. There is. Uh, I, I look forward to tapping my ear uh, to, to signify that I'm done with a conversation and moving on to whatever my hearable has for me. Uh, I'll be uh, a fan of that. And uh, an anecdote from my daughter, the doctor, when describing the hearing aid said, you know, you'll wear it for school. And when you don't want to listen to your parents, you can take it out. And she's latched on to that. And I look forward to the day where she pulls out the hearing aid and says, sorry, dad, can't hear you. And walks away from me. Yeah, I, I think that's good. I, I, I mean, well, we dumb. as glasses wearers, uh, Dan, you and I at least both, um, there is actually something about taking off your glasses yes. that is, um, you know, it's providing some rest or it's, it's uh, you know, there's, there's reason to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the removal, especially if the, the hearing aid is something that is easily removed. Yes. Um, there probably is some benefit to that. I like. I like the way. Sounds like you've done a great job, and your uh, her doctor has too, as as selling this as a, um, you know, as having benefits uh, as well. Um, but I, I like the uh, just when it's time to to stop listening to your parents. I think that's good. She has been telling her friend she is now point one percent bionic that she has a hearing aid. So she, she has all the talking points down as she gets ready for it. Uh, and uh, is looking forward to it. She actually got to pick the colors, as Mike was saying, she, a design effect on one of them. So uh, we'll report back on how it works for her. Uh, as we go on. We'll talk hearables again in the future. We'll talk wearables. Obviously, uh, this technology continues to emerge and will influence the way we learn, the way we interact, and the way we go about our everyday lives. Uh, big topics here on Trending and Education as we go forward. Thanks so much for listening. As always, you can find us over on Twitter at Trending and Ed. Same on Facebook, trendingandeducation.com. Uh, you can find us as well. Always want to hear from you as well. If there are topics or articles that you want to uh, get our attention to, feel free to share them via email or via Twitter or Facebook. We'd be happy to take a look and maybe even make them a topic here on a future episode of Trending in Education. 